Military life can feel overwhelming, especially during deployment seasons. At Team Pillar, we believe that a little peace of mind can go a long way. That's why we're proud that the 2021 Pillar Retreat Playback is sponsored by USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York. USAA Life facilitates members' financial security through a range of products and services, including life insurance policies with several benefits specialized for military families at no additional cost. Because wondering about your family's financial future doesn't need to be on your deployment to-do list. You can learn more about USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York at usaa.com pillar. blame the tomatoes. At the beginning of every summer, I intend to put together a neat formal kitchen garden complete with clipped boxwood hedges, kind of like my own little tiny Downton Abbey. And then the tomatoes move in. They go wild and the whole thing is just out of control in a couple of months. Just like every deployment I have ever been a part of. I might plan an orderly deployment, I get overgrown chaos. It is a gift. Hi, I'm JC Eckhart. In addition to being an out of control gardener, you might know me as the career coach who hosts military.com's popular transition masterclass series, where we teach you all the skills you need to get your next high impact job. I'm also an Air Force brat. I'm an active duty Navy wife with 20 moves so far and eight deployments. I'm a Coast Guard sister, a big fan of the Marine Corps and Space Force, and most importantly, an Army mom and an Army mother-in-law. At this moment, my daughter-in-law is nine months pregnant and ready to have that baby, and where is my son? That's right, he's deployed. Deployments just keep happening to my family, which is why I think the pillar organizers invited me to come and talk to you today, because I think they think I know how to do a perfect deployment. But if there's one thing I know, it's that there's no such thing as a perfect deployment any more than there's any such thing as a perfect garden. Actually, I think thinking about your deployment as if it were a garden is kind of a powerful image. At the conference this week, you're going to be taught how to plant and grow and even bloom in the military life. And I love that. If you're a military spouse, I also love that you're not just one thing that's going to grow. Instead, you are probably the leader of a very complicated system that includes you and your spouse and maybe your kids and your dogs and your work and your hobbies and your friends. All that because you are the all-powerful gardener. If I know you like I think I know you, I know that you'll get out there at the beginning of this deployment and you will take charge and you'll make a plan and you'll expect everything to grow. You will have boxwood dreams. You will get a monster tomato reality complete with a rabbit infestation. Is there something in the water or the soil that makes things grow out of control during deployment like this? Nope. What I've learned is there's something in the gardener, something inevitably, wonderfully, magnificently you. 
no matter what your deployment plans are, your garden will grow to reflect who you already are as a person. And this is really a good thing. In my work, I've seen tens of thousands of military families as they take on deployment. I've seen how the way to blossom in, a mil in the military is that you figure yourself out, you know your strengths, and then you, you don't perfect any of them, right? Instead, you just manage around your inclinations and disinclinations so that you can get what you really want out of life. There are three stages kind of to how people do this. So let's look at these and figure out where you fit in. The first thing is you've got to plant. If you're a boxwood, you are a planner and a planter when it comes to life. You create order wherever you go. You make lists. You probably have one of those color-coordinated calendars. No one ever went without a permission slip at your house. I bet your Apple Watch trembles in the morning knowing it's in for another hard day, day 478 of getting all the rings complete. My mom was a boxwood. She's 82 and she's still a boxwood. When we were kids, we would wake up every morning in the summer during deployment and find that she had typed out a schedule. That's right, she typed out our schedule of a to-do list of all the things we needed to get done before we were allowed to go to the pool. I may have rebelled against that in, from time to time, but despite the Vietnam War, despite my dad's other deployments, it was a great childhood. It was safe, secure, orderly. We had chicken soup. She figured, I think, that if she controlled the environment, nothing was gonna happen while my dad was gone that she could not handle. She was a boxwood, and it was awesome. Then there are the tomatoes. If you garden, you know there is no order in a tomato garden. The thing is, there are just so many cool kinds of tomatoes out there that when you are at the garden center, um, they are also little and they are so cheap. So of course there's gonna be plenty of room for them. So instead of planting the two tomato plants you needed, you plant 11 tomatoes. And by August, you are afraid to go into your garden. So when it comes into deployment, you guessed it, I'm a tomato. I invariably plant way too much in my garden to take the place of my husband. I figure if I fill it up, maybe I won't see his empty place at the dinner table. If I fill it up, maybe no one will notice that I'm the one locking up the house or that I'm the one who's going to bed alone again. It kind of works for a while. During one of the deployments, um, I was pregnant and had morning sickness that lasted all day for all nine months. Um, and of course, my kids were in competitive swimming and basketball because, you know, martyr like that. Plus, I was driving them to and from Catholic school every day. And did I mention I had a full-time job? When I was telling my doctor about this time that I had fainted in a parking lot outside one of these swim things, um, I was hoping she was going to give me drugs for that. And instead, she took one look at my schedule and said, do you want to have that schedule or do you want to have this baby? I didn't know that was a choice. I chose the baby. I know you're glad I did. So that's how you garden at first. You're either a boxwood and you're controlling the environment. You're a tomato. You're way over planting. Next, what happens is you fertilize. Now, lucky for you during deployment, you don't have to fertilize your life garden at all. 
The deployment itself will provide all the fertilization anyone could ever want. You can count on your blood relatives to go off their meds. Don't be surprised when your service member is able to not only handle his own life, but also manage and task yours from 3,000 miles away. You can plan on natural disasters, <clears throat> micromanaging bosses. Shoot, you've heard about your appliances being possessed and this is true. My daughter-in-law's refrigerator has been looking at her for months, just waiting for that moment to quit. Finally, after all the fertilization anyone could ever want, things start to grow. Whether you're a boxwood or a tomato, stuff is gonna grow in your garden that you did not plant because that's how deployment is in the garden. They call these things volunteers in the garden. Um, they call them in your life opportunities. There's something about deployment that encourages this kind of rapid growth, like epic Garden of Eden style, rapid, rapid, rapid growth. If you're a boxwood gardener and you find something growing, don't rip it out just because you didn't plant it or didn't expect it. Instead, let yourself get a little bit curious about it. I see this at work all the time. When during deployment, the promotion that you never even thought you wanted suddenly comes through, or a job emerges, or an opportunity to do something else comes forward right at that moment. Go ahead and go with it. See what happens. Check that out if you are a boxwood. If you are a tomato, you too can get curious about volunteers in your garden. But here's the thing, you're gonna have to pluck something out to make room for it. For example, when I was pregnant and fainting in the parking lot, I knew I had to pluck something out to make room for the baby. I decided that the competitive swimming was really the thing to go. It was, see, I can hardly say it now. Um, it was really so much driving. It was so much, in so many hours a week. I sobbed thinking about how my daughter would never be recruited to swim on a college swim team because I just couldn't keep my schedule together. Well, you never know what's gonna happen in life. Um, my daughter did not shed one tear over quitting the swim team. In fact, she eventually became a lifeguard. She earned a ton of money. She bought a yellow convertible with her own money. And when she got to college, she was teaching swimming to autistic kids and to these really hot firefighters. So I think it all worked out for her. When you make room for things to grow, you just never know what's gonna happen. At the time you're going through it, you're gonna be exhausted. That is the primary feeling of deployment. But then the good part's gonna come. Just the other day, I was sitting out on our balcony with my husband, and I'm, we're overlooking the backyard, and I'm pointing out to him all the things that were wrong with my garden. The black-eyed Susans are totally out of control. The zucchini has spilled out of the bed and it's running across the lawn like it's trying to make a break for the street. The tomatoes I over-fertilized and they've grown six feet tall. They could be seven feet tall. All I know is they're putting out leaves and not a lot of tomatoes. When would I ever learn? Then my husband stopped me and said, you say that every year, but I think it's great. I love that garden. Besides, look at Carol's garden. Now Carol's our neighbor in the backyard. Her garden has a koi pond that attracts cranes and she's got this lilac bush that houses these gold finches, really beautiful. She has all the formal beds I've ever, ever wanted. 
And for the first time this year, those beds are empty. They're empty. Nothing's growing in them. They're totally mulched over because Carol's Alzheimer's is keeping her inside this year. It's keeping her from planting. I would tell you when he brought that up to me that I shivered. But hey, it was 90 degrees outside and nobody shivers in 90 degrees. But I can tell you that I looked at my husband and the gray that's starting to come out in um, his sideburns and the lines that are next to his eyes. And I could feel the quiet cleanliness of the house behind us because our kids are grown and they're gone. And I remember those deployments. The season of deployment is such a rich one, even when it is overwhelming. Keep in mind that that kind of growth is not gonna happen forever. Whether you're a boxwood or a tomato, your service member probably admires you because of the way you're making that whole system go. This is the summer of your lives. Use deployment as a time for both of you to grow into the kind of people and the kind of family you are always meant to be. I wish you all the best as you're going through the pillar deployment conference this week. If you'd like to get in touch with me, I'm always available either on Facebook through the Veteran Employment Project or I'm on LinkedIn, JC Eckhart, and I'm really happy to hear from you. Have a great deployment, have a great day, and thanks so much for coming. And don't forget your tomatoes. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this playback from the 2021 Pillar Retreat inspires and encourages you as you count down to homecoming. We hope you'll join us again for this year's digital retreat for deployment countdowns by getting your free ticket at www.pillardeploymentretreat.com.